Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm going to be talking about Man United's 3-0 win at home in the Premier League against Watford which took place yesterday. Uh, So 3-0 goals from Bruno Fernandes both through his earned penalty and the penalty that he took because he was the one that was fouled. He was the one that took the penalty and scored a great great goal from Martial really impressed with the, the skill shown there. And a very uh, Van per- another very uh, Van Persie esque goal from Mason Greenwood as well, all very very good. Uh, the performance from everybody from the overall team, I thought was good. I thought that I thought overall the performance was very very good. But I thought in certain patches there was still there's still some pretty mind bogglingly bad mind bogglingly. Uh, there's still some passes and some parts of play that are still pretty mind bogglingly. Uh, I don't know what word I'm trying to say there. Like, you know, pretty surprising um, periods of play where I'm like, okay, I'm really confused as to how we're playing so bad in certain parts of the game. There's still certain parts, you know, where we're, we're doing these weird passes or we're taking shots that should be doing better and stuff like that. And obviously that's up to certain individuals who are making these passes and things like that. But uh, one note about yesterday's team selection. Obviously, you know... An hour before the game, roughly, you know, sometimes it's, it's a little bit late, sometimes it's a bit early. Uh, the team news comes through, I obviously go through and check every for, for every single game, for the Europa League and for the Premier League as well. Um, throughout the first 11 and the bench, there isn't a single player in that team, throughout the whole selection, you know, that the bench included, who I wouldn't want at Man United. Um, you know, that... that yeah, you know, there's there there's there was no Jones, there was no uh, Pereira, no Lingard. Those two were nowhere to be seen. Of course, Jones has been a bit more absent than the likes of Pereira and Lingard. But if you if you're to pick out the bad bunch of players, I think it, I think those three are pretty stand out at the moment. But just in terms of Lingard and Pereira, them them not being with the team, they're not tra- I don't think they travelled with the team either. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but uh, you know, nowhere nowhere to be seen on the bench or in the starting eleven or anything like that. And um, I mean, the the only, the only kind of negative I'll take from the team is I would have set it up slightly differently. But you know, for the most part, you know, for for the first time since August, which is you know obviously when the season started, the home game against Chelsea, or the, the game against Chelsea, um, almost every match there's been at least one player. Where I'm like, ah, eh, they they shouldn't really be in there, sort of thing. Because um, if we go through the team, we've got uh, I'll do the player ratings a bit later. I want to talk about the game, obviously. Um, De Gea, Wan-Bissaka, Lindelof, Maguire, Shaw, Fred, Matic, Greenwood, Fernandez, James Martial. Great start eleven. I would have put them in a little bit of a different order, perhaps, but um, still a great selection. Then we look at the bench. Uh, Eric Bailey, or uh, it's, ba- it's spelt Bailey, but I think you can pronounce his name as Bailey. Uh, Eric Bailey, uh, Mata, Romero, Igalo, McTominay, Chong, Williams. You know, I, I think you know in terms of Igalo, Chong, James, and not even really Brandon Williams. In terms of some of those players, they might not all quite be there consistently. But people like you know, Matt has been pretty good consistently. Bailey's been, you know, the, the times that he's been uh, able to play this season has been very good. Good to see McTominay back. We don't really know what Igalo could quite do yet because obviously he's only been in the team a few appearances you know came on the last 10 minutes or so because uh, obviously we've made it shows like a triple substitution here 80th minute 79th and 80th uh, uh, yeah, 80th minute as well um, and like obviously you know James isn't fully developed he's very young Chong is still not quite developed same with the same thing with Greenwood although Greenwood's been on arguably the best format of that bunch 
I think. Um, but no, overall there was still some there was still some weird possessions of play in the game, um, which I was confused about and still you know disappointed with. But overall, I think we got the result that we needed, wanted, and should have had. You know, tick, ticking all those sorts of boxes. Uh, this moves up back to we are three points behind Chelsea. And everything like that. Obviously, I'll go through the league table pro- properly in a minute. Um, just want to talk about Martial specifically. He's been receiving some criticism about, like, does he work hard enough? Yes, he scores the goals, but does he do enough? Um, he's he scored three in three now, hasn't he? One one in each game. Because was it the Chelsea game, the Club Bruges game, and the Watford game? I believe, if I've got that correct. Uh, scored scored one goal in each of, each of those three games, and I just think that. It's interesting when people are bringing this up now that he's like not working hard enough, not doing well enough, and his clear teammate, like his his on the field kind of partner, Rashford, uh, is not there. Because I mean, when you had Rashford like um, really informed this season and Martial really informed this season, they both just clicked together really, really well. And they're not really strike partners per se because Rashford's on the left and Martial's up up front, but um, they can still link up, play together, and they still do that really well. And Martial hasn't really got Martial. Sorry, hasn't really got that there with him. Uh, he's got, you know, he's still got the likes of Fernandez, who they they did some great link-up play yesterday. Uh, I thought James was good and everything yesterday. Uh, and Greenwood got into the game fairly well. You know, he scored his goal. He had a really good finish. Um, or he finished really well and all that sort of thing. I thought that was great. Um, Defence, I thought we were we were fairly good. Obviously, the the disallowed goal. It was a handball, pretty much. Uh, you know, you don't you don't have to do much in this day and age to be offside or do a ha- or or have a handball against you kind of thing um but you know it, it was what it was uh, i think it was a handball this loud goal and it wouldn't have really mattered i think at the end of the day it would have been one one at the time but i still think we would have gone on and scored at least, at least a goal or two i think at the time um but uh, yeah overall i'm impressed with the performance the the, the part i'm impressed with the parts of the play where we actually did some really great stuff there was some really bad performances in the first half uh james wasn't playing well in the first half uh fred wasn't playing well in the first half we were losing the ball a bit in the midfield but sort of like what once we kind of scored that first goal uh, with Fernandez right before half time, it's good to get the the sort of lead. That's a great time to obviously take the lead and score right before half time. Uh, I think it was in the yeah the forty second minute, the, uh, the the penalty um, goal that we scored uh, was a penalty. You know, it's just one of them classic kind of you know player goes tries to go kind of kind of sort of past the keeper, gets taken out, penalty, scores the goal. Uh, great first goal for Fernandez. Obviously, it's not an open goal from open play, but that will do him even more confidence. Not that he needs more of it, but. Um, I mean, he's been such a great addition. I mean, just to rewind slightly and talk about the Bruges game, just in terms of Fernandez's, uh, Fernandez's, uh, his performance. Um, we started with, I think we started with Lingard and Pereira, and then didn't we bring them off for Fred and Fernandez? And then the game just completely turned on its head. Um, and you can just see the miles of difference between someone like Fernandez and Pereira and Lingard. I'm not trying to pick on Lingard and Pereira specifically. I'm just talking about like, okay, when you bring in the likes of Fred and Fernandez, there's just such a clear difference in 
why Lingard and Pereira shouldn't be playing for Manchester United again. And it was it was great to see Ole kind of, you know, I, I didn't hear any reported injuries about Pereira or Lingard. Uh, obviously, Fred and Fernandes were able to start, so they did. And it just kind of shows you what we need to be sticking to. We do need more more players like the, the such as the likes of Fred and Fernandez and McTominay. And you know, Matic is still great and all that. I know he's getting a bit older and all that sort of thing, but uh, he's still in, still still uh, pulling in performances. And you can just see as well with the likes of Fred, uh, Matic, and Fernandez. The decision making and the quality of passing and all that sort of thing—it's—it's it's all there. It's all—it's all just so clear. And um, I mean, if he keeps playing these, I mean, you know, eventually Fernandez, Fred, Matic are going to get tired. You're going to have to rotate them. And outside of, I mean, who have we got on the bench? Mata, McTominay, Chong. You know, those are pretty much our midfielders. That I don't know where Gomez is, and obviously we can pretty much forget Pogba because he's—he's he's probably going to leave, isn't he? Um. You know, you, maybe you bring on Mata for the likes of Fernandez. Maybe you replace, I don't know, James for the likes of Chong. But we we just need those replacement players to be a lot better. Um, because you, you'll, you'll see in a game eventually when we have to bring off the likes of Fernandez and Fred Ford, the likes of Pereira, Lingard and, and some other some of those other players. Or even, even, even if uh, Jones comes on for somebody, you're just going to see the light and day difference between those players, and it, they're just not good enough for Man United, so we need to be playing the likes of um, Fernandez and, and uh, Fred, so I think I've made my point with that. Uh, let's take a quick break, we'll come back, and then we'll uh, talk a bit about, uh, we'll, we'll go through the player ratings and look at the league table and some other stuff, so I'll see you for that in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, let me scroll down, uh, let's play Sunday's Doom VR, that's uh, the one little video, because last week obviously with Skyrim it had to be two videos, but uh, this week obviously another game from Bethesda, uh, Doom in VR, that's this week's Let's Play Sundays, random gaming talk last week, we are approaching episode 200, we do have some more solid plans in place uh, for it, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, showing you all that, um, but of course we've got to do episode 199 first so uh but last week we came into we talked about ubisoft they are um promising five triple a video games uh video games between now and uh april 2021 so me and robert speculated as to what five of those games could be uh insomniac games we talked about how much sony actually paid uh 
to acquire Insomniac Games. Of course, the developers of Ratchet and Clank, uh, Resistance, did that, those get those games, and of course, the uh, 2018's uh, Spider-Man as well. And we talked about PAX East. Uh, lots of different um, companies and people and studios are cancelling their uh, PAX East appearances for, I believe it's this upcoming weekend, uh, due to uh, concerns about the coronavirus. So we talked about that as well. Uh, what else we got here? 1917 film review. Of course, one of the uh, it won a couple of Oscar nominations, but of course was nominated for best picture, but lost out to Parasite. I've also got a review for Parasite as well, the Oscar best picture uh, nominated winner for uh, the, the the recent Oscar awards. Uh, discussion with new co-host Entertainment Talk has got a brand new co-host. Barry has joined the team on Entertainment Talk uh, for for his po- first podcast. Obviously, not my first podcast. Um, for mine and Barry's first podcast, we talked about DC, uh, the Batman, the recent Matt Reeves stuff that's been released, you know, the, the screen test footage and stuff. Uh, we talked about some horror stuff, and we talked a little bit about Netflix's uh, new series called The Stranger. Uh, Parasite re- film review, talked about that. Uh, Amazon Prime review, the next in line of my streaming service reviews, of course, last week or previously to Amazon I did a Netflix review and this week I'm going to be talking about Now TV and of course Disney Plus will be on the way soon so I'll be talking about that uh, when that comes around as well uh, United Cast obviously covered the uh, 2-0 Chelsea win uh, Let's Play Sundays for Skyrim VR Sonic film review um, and of course this week uh, Better Call Saul and The Walking Dead are back for second half of season 10 and season 5 for Better Call Saul so we're going to have podcasts for those on Wednesday so look out for all of that on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms player ratings uh, I think you gave him a 10 You know, he let in a goal but it sort of didn't count and he didn't do much else wrong he made a couple of great saves and uh, overall had a good game didn't let in any official goals so I don't see why we don't give him a 10 uh, in this situation. Uh, Wan-Bissaka, I think Wan-Bissaka keeps improving game in and game out. And uh, he just continues to impress me week in and week out. I'm going to give him a 10 as well this week. Um, Lindelof and Maguire, I'll, ra- I'll rank them as like a sort of a pair maybe. I uh, didn't notice them doing too many things wrong. Uh, a couple of mistakes here or there, here and there. I'll give them both like a 9 or something. There was a couple of mistakes maybe that were made. Um, but I'll give them both roughly a 9. Sure, I thought Shaw had a good game. Um, you know, got up and down the wing, that sort of thing, and played really well with James and and the rest of the team. Uh, so I'm going to give him, I'll give him an iron as well, I suppose. Uh, Fred, fourth Fred, 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 sorry, and Matic um, lost the ball a little bit in the first half, and they probably shouldn't have done. Of course, it didn't really matter in the end, but uh, I'll give both Fred and Matic an eight. I just think that they got a little bit dominated in the midfield when they probably shouldn't have. I mean, this is a home game against. A- at Old Trafford against Watford, we shouldn't really be getting beaten like that, like that in the midfield. But uh, both of them had a great game. They just made a few more mistakes that uh, caused them to get a lower score. Uh, Greenwood didn't quite notice him so much. He was involved in the game. Obviously, his goal was brilliant, and we just we, we want more of that more, more of that from him, don't we? More of the uh, Van Persie esque type of goals. Uh, someone even called him on Twitter. Um, I think it was Robin Van Greenwood or something. I saw today. So uh, nice little nickname, you know, and. Um, I also saw this video, I think it was on Facebook this morning, um, someone showing a goal that Van Persie scored for Man United a couple of seasons ago and had it sort of side by side with Greenwood's goal yesterday. Really, really similar, really good uh, good kind of style of play and I'm, uh, I'm really enthusiastic and excited about Greenwood's future. I think he's 19. He was 18 at the start of the season but obviously he's gotten, uh, had a birthday at some point and I think he's 19 now. And for scoring goals at 19, I'm very excited about this kid's future. So, uh, I mean, I say kid, I'm only like 
six years older than him. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, really good stuff from Greenwood for the goal. And um, I sort of don't think we should be playing on the, him on the wing. To be honest, I probably would have changed it round. Maybe so James was on the right. Um, Martial was on the left and Greenwood was up front. Then maybe you could take Greenwood off for Gallo. I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's something you could do there. Um, but nevertheless, really good stuff from Greenwood with the goal. And uh, we just want to see more of that. Uh, Fernandez thought Fernandez was the, was the man of the match. He gets a 10 from me. Uh, a couple of sloppy passes here. Well, not really sloppy passes. A couple of ambitious passes that didn't quite get pulled off. but uh, Or he didn't quite pull off. But uh, won the penalty. Scored his first goal. Did some really good link-up play with, well, almost everybody on the pitch. And uh, he's really what we've desperately needed for so long. And it's, it's it's great that we at least got him for the second half of the season. Obviously, we should have got him in the summer. But he's here now. He's scoring goals. He's making assists. And uh, he's doing some good stuff. And uh, certainly worthy of the, the number 18. Obviously, Skulls is a uh, previous number. And Ashley Young. But more similar to Skulls, obviously. He's nothing like Ashley Young, is he? So, um yeah, great stuff from Fernandez. He's exciting to watch. He's patient on the ball. He doesn't try to rush too much. Um, and he just does what needs to be done. He's got really good decision making. He just calms the play down. He's a, he's a leader on the pitch. I, I'm not noticing this per se, per se, but a lot of Man United fans who are at the game, who, are, who I've been listening to, have kept saying like he keeps giving out team orders and things like that. He's about 27, I think. Uh, so he's right around the age that this t- this t- uh, sort of team uh, needed. You know, we've got a bunch of young players still, and we we really really needed Fernandez. So great to see him. Uh, James, I thought James wasn't very good in the first half, but really kind of picked up in the second half. Uh, had a couple of shots that didn't go quite quite so well, but obviously he 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 kind of assisted Fernandez's uh, penalty. In a way, he played the ball through. He was a great pass, and uh, I just feel like he picked up so much in the second half. Um, I do feel like he's a lot, lot better on the left, but we've got too many players that can already play on the left and not many players who can play on the right. Um, so his future's probably going to be on the right side, but I don't know how he's going to adjust to that in the future. Uh, we shall wait and see. He's, what, like 21 or something? So uh, another footballer who's younger than me but most of this team is actually young, younger than me to be honest because uh, most of them are what under 25 I think so um, yeah good stuff from James in the second half but a bit of a shaky first half I do have to admit I do like Dan James a lot I think he's done way better than what we expected uh, he's had a couple of shaky months recently but uh, it's probably due to playing too much as well we've, we've seen that um, across the board in this team uh, from lots of different players so um, yeah, good stuff. He just needs to maybe keep an eye on his decision making as well. When to, I think he's got all the pace and everything, but he needs to learn to when to stop, when to keep running, when to when to like sort of pass, move, get the ball back, and keep running. That those sorts of decisions, I feel like he just needs to sharpen that up a bit. And I felt like in the second half he actually did do that. So good stuff. Uh, Martial, really, really great goal. I can't emphasize enough. Like you know, uh, the the skill that that's kind of taken. And he's a skillful player, isn't he? Which you know, makes sense with how he links up with uh, Rashford. Both of them are kind of flair players in a way. Obviously, Martial's a bit more of a, you know, poacher kind of player in a way. But, uh, you know, they're both similar in style. It'd be great to have, um, you know, Rashford back in this team linking up with uh, the likes of Martial and they could be scoring loads of goals together. And, of course, you know, I mean, imagine this scenario, right? We've got Fred and McTominay, who I think should be our midfield. And then you've got, James or Greenwood, maybe depends on who you, depends on who you want to put on the right, and then Fernandez in the middle, Rashford on the left, Martial uh, up front. So I think that would work out really, really well, and we probably won't see that until next season because uh, Mar- Rashford's probably going to be out for the season. It looks like, but uh, that would be great as well. So um, 
I stopped giving out ratings, didn't I? Greenwood, I'd give him a 9 for his goal. Fernandez 10. James, 8.5. He had a shaky start, but really picked up. And Martial, I would give a... I'm going to give him a 9.5. He scored a really great goal, but some of his some of his play in the first half wasn't very good. So, and you've got to judge the whole match, not just the second half, of course. So, yeah, let me know who's your man of the match and all that sort of thing. Let me know what you think of the situation at Man United, where you think we're going to finish in the league. Your favourite players, least favourite players, who you'd pick. Do you want Ollie there? Who do you want in there? Obviously, a lot of people have called for Poch. Um, Richard Pochettino, of course, the former Tottenham manager. So let me know. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK. There's the contact page and information in your show notes. That's what I've got for you. Um, yes, there is a league table. Forgotten to look at that. Uh, Man, United are, Man United are on 41 points. Uh, Chelsea are on 44, so we're three points behind. But... Uh, just lagging behind us, Tottenham, Sheffield United on 40 points, that's 6th and 7th place, and then Wolves on 39, and then Arsenal slightly behind on 37. Uh, gosh, Arsenal have drawn 13 games this season, that's bad. Um, Liverpool still miles ahead, they have to play today as well. Um, yeah, they're really f- they've, they've won the league, haven't they? So, um, there's like... Uh, 11 games to go, but Liverpool have got a game in hand, so they've got 12 games to go. Not that they need 12 games, you know, they've basically won the league. But, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're on the edge of top four. You know, we've beaten Chelsea twice, we've done what we can against them, we haven't done what we should have against other teams. You know, we've lost silly games here and there, Palace, Newcastle, etc, etc. Um, but, uh, yeah, there you go. That's the, that's the league table at the moment. Um... So yeah, you can find all the con- all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers as well. Um, what's the other thing? Of course, Amazon affiliate link. If you're thinking of shopping on Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those as well. Um, of course, stay subscribed so that you get sent new episodes. Uh, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and your iTunes feeds for... Man United and sports, I suppose, TV, games, films, all that sort of coverage as well. Uh, they helps us out. Social media, of course, please share them on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. And last thing, video games. If you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer, and look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you for... Possibly on Friday for the Bruges game. It could be our last Europa League game, uh, in a way. I'm not, to, not to sound too negative, but uh, we are winning on away goals, of course. Um... But we'll see what happens on Friday with that. Because obviously I'm not going to do the Thursday night podcast. So we'll see um, what I decide to do with that on Friday. And then we've got Everton. Same time. Is that home or away? Let me just quickly look that up. It is this Sunday. Let me just scroll through Sunday. Uh, we are away to Everton. That's going to be... That's, that's, that's a game where like... It's not against the teams where like we can counter-attack against. Like Man City or Tottenham or Chelsea. And it's not against the bottom teams like Watford. Where we can just play and win kind of thing. Everton's going to be one of them teams that's going to sit back a bit. They're going to attack us as well. And, uh, yeah, that's one of them kind of Aston Villa, Palace, Newcastle, those sorts of teams that we struggle against. So, um, we shall see how that goes. But uh, thank you all very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.